0: Hello there, and welcome to this episode of Special Unit 352, or SU352 for short. My name is Max, and this is my co-host Peyton, and we became fast friends over our mutual love of Star Wars. We love Star Wars so much that we wanted to talk about it all the time, and so we started to record it. How are you doing today, Peyton?
1: I'm doing okay. Um, Not much to report this week, um, except my sister moves back from Nashville. So we spent yesterday... Getting her stuff into a storage unit, and I believe she's moving into an apartment next week. Oh, cool. And I understand you're on vacation.
0: Uh, I was, and I successfully uh, have returned from Knoxville, and uh, just outside of Knoxville, Tennessee. So uh-huh. I am uh, glad to have code switched back because uh, honestly, <laughs> I was getting <laughs> a little too southern for my britches over there. Little
1: too southern.
0: (laughs) Oh, it was great. It was uh, all of it was coming out at the same time. Uh it was really fun. We had uh the the other side of my wife's family. Mm -hmm. Uh and I think there was forty nine, fifty-two of us. Jeez. It was a lot.
1: Sounds like my family. My mom is the youngest of five, so you know, when we get together on her side, um, I mean, I'm, let me look at me. I'm grandchild number 17 out of 18 grandkids. And, um, half my cousins are older than me and are married and have children. So we have nearly like 60 people and we have like a new child born every like two years. We've had one born successfully, um, from like 2014, onward wow yeah it's crazy we got another one we had one born in february of this year and now we have another one coming in september yeah it's like a giant weasley family <laughs> so well i got some news i got a couple news um articles here to uh go over First is Lieutenant Beck is back in operation on Star Wars rise of the resistance. Okay. Um, so this is only like the latest and the problematic things that have happened to this. (laughs) Naturally. Um, I don't know what's going to happen next. Um, Maybe uh, the animatronic Kylo Ren will suddenly become Adam Driver with a lightsaber and come running at us. <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen, but, you know, he's back. So, um, and I believe there is another toy that has made its way over to the Toy Toymakers Toy Makers at Galaxy's Edge. And that is one of the instruments from the Max Rebo Band. Really? If Yes, yes. If anyone's familiar with the Max Rubo Band.
0: That's um, awesome.
1: Yeah, so... Then... Here's my next bit of news, which kind of made me very, very mad. I actually scratched that. It made me... Well... Um, I don't know if this is legit or not. It feels like it is. Um, we might need to check our sources on this one, but... Apparently they are changing the name of Boba Fett's ship.
0: From the slave one. Yes. What are they changing it to?
1: Boba well, Fett's starship. <laughs> <sighs> Apparently this is for um a new Lego set that is coming out. Uh, Boba Fett's starship. <laughs> um I don't know if this is just for you know to distinguish the different slave ones out there um but according to disney and wdw news today which are not always reliable um well mostly they are because they have people in the parks every single day but um this type of news is more like not their thing it's more like Entertainment or merchandise type thing, so I don't know if this is absolutely legit. Like I said, I feel like it is because I mean, look at what they're doing with all the other rides and you know, shows to making them culturally sensitive. If this is why they're changing it, but I think it's lazy. What do you think?
0: I I hope that they're doing it for the right reasons and because someone asks. My thing is that like, this sounds like, uh, you know how in, like, we're in Pride Month right now and everyone, everyone has changed their logo to be Rainbow, but not all of the companies that have changed their logo to be Rainbow will protect them, like, will protect people in the LGBTQ community. Um mm-hmm. From like discrimination of any kind, and so it's mm-hmm. all just for show. Like, I really hope someone actually complained, and so it's fixing an actual problem instead of placating and changing the name of something to <sighs> try to play the hero. You know what I mean?
1: Mm, well, this is this is going to be very hard for people to swallow, um, that are familiar with Slave One. I mean, we've had Slave One around since 1980, yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't Get wider. Suddenly, changing the name now after forty over forty years, uh, forty years of its existence. I mean, if you really want to change the name, you could change it to something that's a bit more out there,
0: or like something that might be like be leaning more into the felony canon, or just something different. Like, okay, you can call it, uh, uh, you can call it something different, but like, I don't know. I just it's really like hope that, th- I just hope they're doing it for the right reason and not because uh-huh. they think that it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I, I'd I hate mean, for it just to just be because of like, someone uh,
1: complained or-
0: uh, or like, I'd rather it be because someone complained and not because, uh, a bunch of. A bunch of executives were like, "Oh, we need to do something to placate the masses. What should we do?" Mm -hmm.
1: So, what is it going to do? Are they going to come out and tell us that Anakin wasn't, you know, a slave?
0: Uh, Anakin shot first.
1: Uh... (laughs) 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 Who did shoot first, the bad one or the good one?
0: (laughs) Yes, uh, he shot the children first. That's how we. uh, That's how we (laughs) remember him. Uh, yeah. So, well, yeah,
1: like I said, I don't want to get, I don't want to get too deep into this because this is a topic that we could uh, rehash over and over again. Um, Max, we have a theory.
0: We do have a theory.
1: You want to read it out for us?
0: Uh, let me pull it up here. Here we go. And this is
1: coming from a Hunter short, AKA my father. Um, and I've already talked with him on this theory because I already know that this is probably not the case. But for those of you like him who never followed Clone Wars or Rebels and have no idea who Captain Rex really is, um, we're going to debunk this theory. And as uh, well, we'll just debunk it as best as we can because there's really no. Fat to this fury. What?
0: <laughs> who knows? I don't know. We got to harp on your dad so hard. <laughs>
1: I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I told him, hey, if you want to, if you want to talk about this fury, send it to us. We will talk about it. All and right. that's what we're
0: doing. It reads uh, at the end of episode six. Decommissioned Omega tells the bad one to come visit them sometime and gives them the name w- where she can find them. As they are on their own ships, going their separate ways, uh, the bad sister uh, brings up a hologram and says they got what they needed from the tactical droid and got some help from rogue clones. And I thought you might like to know, I know, where you can find them. Then, early in Episode 7, Battle Scars, Captain Rex shows up in the second scene. My theory is that he is in alliance with uh, the bad sister, as you call her, which is affiliate, and his affiliation with her, in turn, makes him a bad one. Uh... Truth or dare. Uh, I like the idea... I like the idea that we still don't trust those sisters. But Yes, uh,
1: that, that is a point.
0: And everything's up for grabs right now. Like, we don't True. know... Like, even at the end of this episode, we don't know what's happening next. Like, we don't know the next steps.
1: Nope, we don't.
0: They, no, have, we don't. they have... All we know is that they... Uh, the Bad Batch consistently has nowhere to run and very few places to hide and no money in order to hide or run. So, like, <laughs> they're kind of up against true. the wall.
1: Well, let me let, let me put it this way. Instead of thinking that Captain Rex is bad himself, um, I would rather... I, I would wager that it is... Rafa the mad one who is believing he is bad possibly
0: i'd think so it could also be possible that he uh that she doesn't trust any clone full stop which that would al- which would uh, because she would assume that they are still aligned with the empire because uh frankly uh, frankly, the minority is definitely a minority that are not with the empire and are not wibbly wobbly. Uh, Good soldiers follow orders.
1: Right. Yeah. I never you know, I never thought about that.
0: Yeah. Um, there's like less than ten. There's less than ten, yeah. and so it stands uh-huh. to reason that if she found a clone, uh, she went regardless of how old he is or what he says. She doesn't uh-huh. want to trust them, mm-hmm. which is fine. Right. I mean, we so, don't trust her, so there's... That.
1: <laughs> no, not as far as I could throw her. Um, so, in regards to the theory, um, let's just say we'll see what happens.
0: I'm down for that. I think um, that uh, it'll be interesting yeah. to see where we go from here in general. Yes. I'd, I'd like to see more of Captain Rex, and given the new toy that... Uh, that has another outfit on him um i assume that we will but at that point i'm i'm leaning into like trying to spoil it spoil the show for myself kind of territory so that's not necessarily helpful Mm
1: -hmm. personally put it this way if rebels had not come out at all before this show um or i don't know if rebels hadn't come out Then I would kind of be more suspicious of Captain Rex. But seeing as I am familiar with Captain Rex after, you know, after this, this show. Right. This is why I wanted, you know, I wanted to kind of debunk this theory. Or most of it. (laughs) Um, But my dad does have some pretty good points here. Yeah. And I am thankful that he actually brought this to our attention i agree um, not many not many people are willing to come out and say this to us you know tell us <laughs> that we're wrong
0: um uh, uh the good news is i'm able to ha- i'm gonna start now that i'm back in town i need to touch base with all of my other star wars friends and see uh and hear their thoughts about it because have
1: them send us emails
0: absolutely uh, yeah, yeah, yeah one of them um, one of them literally started his own storefront and so i've been like trying to uh, coerce him into hanging out at my house in general <laughs> but uh
1: hey, maybe we could bring him maybe we could bring him on at some point
0: we uh, uh spoilers we are planning on doing a uh a sort of pseudo live stream if not an actual live stream uh for the season finale and so we'll be
1: on august 13th people.
0: And z- Melissa ha- actually has a uh, has a like official zoom account because she's oh. been using it to teach and so maybe I can get more people more consistently onto uh, onto onto a zoom call for longer and mm-hmm. uh, I mean my computer can live stream without issue but right, right. it then comes down to logistics of who's available mm-hmm. when. Uh, true true we're getting in the weeds here so uh yeah, let's, let's let's start with the episode uh, Oh
1: yeah uh bounty lost
0: bounty lost
1: oh my god well first impressions max
0: first impressions uh my hunch was correct that we were going to find <laughs> fennec uh it was going to be a versus battle and yes. that's okay and mm-hmm. uh it was as soon as uh, as soon as you know who came onto the scene, I knew exactly how this shook down. So I'm I'm excited that my assumption was correct. I And again, I don't know. I have no idea where the Bad Batch is going to go from here. I am excited Me- for them neither. and terrified at the same time.
1: <laughs> well, we actually do have an episode 10 uh, title, which I will reveal at the end of our um, discussion here. Um, but no, yeah, I, I was really excited when we saw this, um, when I saw this Finnick, uh, versus Bane, uh, battle go down. Man, um, that was good. And a couple of revelations about Omega herself, um, which I'm surprised we hadn't thought about this earlier. Um, but we'll get into that in our discussion, but. Regardless, I'm going to give this a thumbs up. Ten out of ten. Uh, perfect episode. Um I, I got the feeling that a lot of these episodes are going to start going into each other. Hopefully, maybe that's the goal. <laughs> um. All right. Well, do we want to kick it off?
0: Absolutely. Right. Uh. After the title, after the title crawl, the Havoc Marauder is being pursued above Braca, which was the ta- the. The planet they were on at the last episode uh shit, by God, a vengeful shit. crosshair whose one good eye uh whose eye that it isn't covered in a literal crosshair is bandaged this dude is looking more and more like ep- the end of episode three anakin than uh, anything else at this point uh-huh. he is following in a new class uh attack slash transport shuttle uh crosshair vows uh not to let his former comrades get away tech and echo helm the havoc marauder while wrecker man- man's the rear turret tech wants to jump into hyperspace but hunter is determined to not abandon Ec- omega uh I-Miga. echo says that the bounty hunter who took her is long gone which is true and points out they have no chance of finding her if they're shot down and dead with the rear deflector shields failing hunter allows tech to make the jump Crosshair glares in rage as we cut to black. Alright. We cut over to...
1: Bane's uh, ship. Do we have a name for the ship?
0: Uh, only on the wiki page. Uh, as far as I'm aware, they didn't say it here. They might say it in Clone Wars. It's called The Justifier. Which
1: Interesting. looks... Interesting, man.
0: It physically looks like the the progenitor is that the right word the predecessor the predecessor to the millennium falcon because it looks like uh like a kaminoan transport ship no it looks like a trade federation transport ship but more flat and it has a couple side legs it's it's weird i've never seen a ship like this uh and but it it still has that like kind of flat uh Millennium Falcon vibes to it in the center. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Uh, it's traveling through hyperspace. The cell is secured by the same energy shields that we saw in Star Wars Episode 1. Uh, have the same sound effects and everything. When Toto 360 hobbles oh my up, god! <laughs> using I his hate- own blown off leg as a crutch, Omega demands that he let her out. The droid refuses... I hate this droid, dude. I, I- hate this droid i don't like this droid and i don't know i don't know what they were trying to do with him voice wise i mean,
1: sounds really whiny
0: yeah i feel like they i feel like it was supposed to be c3po but like worse huh like like. well i, I feel like that that would be the way that i would describe this to this actor this is we wanted mm. c3 c3po but actually super annoying
1: I, I and I never thought that c 3 could be more annoying, but um
0: I don't I don't know. Uh I do And that
1: was my that was my reluctance for actually re-watching this. I did not want to hear Toto 360's voice again. Um
0: so uh yeah. he refuses and taunts her that her comm device has been confiscated and locked away in a secured apartment. Toto warns Omega to cooperate because Cad Bane does not respond well to prisoners who do not cooperate. Then the spaghetti Western music starts. Ooh,
1: ooh, ooh. Shh. Ah.
0: Cad Bane Find shows up with, <laughs> with a voice with a voice that sounds like a gravel road. Bane approaches in full gear and asks how his asset is doing. you <laughs> Hey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Omega insists on being called by her name and asks who he is. Removing his hat, Bane introduces himself. Omega asks where he's taking her, but he and Toto simply walk away. Omega says that he'll be sorry when her friends come for her. Bane uh, shakes his head and says that her friends are no are long gone and that nobody is coming, mm-hmm. uh, warning her to sit tight and not cause any trouble.
1: Right. Uh. Which is what a lot of backhunters say, um, to varying degrees. So, um, next, I believe we're back to Camino with, uh, um,
0: Prime Minister Lama who is voiced by Bob Bergen, otherwise played by, otherwise known as Porky Pig, um, and a, and a great (laughs) acting teacher, if you're ever in LA, uh, Uh Telling him that Omega Bane contacts the minister, saying Omega is alive, and because the asset is alive, he's going to charge a premium. Lamasu warns Bane to keep the quarry alive. Uh, Bane tells Lamasu to bring unmarked credits uh, to their prearranged coordinates. Uh, the scientist Se, tells the Prime Minister Lamasu None of these none of these names are very are uh, uh, confusing at all. Uh, no she she will deliver uh the credits to bane and retrieve omega the prime minister rightfully disagrees with her since her personal interest in the young clone has threatened their operation enough already lamasu insists uh lamasu instead sends Ton wei an unvoiced unnamed uh until this point kaminoan
1: Mm-hmm. Which we are familiar with, Tan Wei, or Tan Wei, as some people have pronounced her name. Oh? Yes. You um you we we actually did meet her in the uh, episode two Attack of the Clones.
0: That's Tawn Wei? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa.
1: Yep, yep. She's the one that's like, whoa, hey, but is your father here? Yep. Baby oh, see him. Oh
0: wow too.
1: And yes, that Tan Wei's here.
0: Okay. Uh
1: and as you recall, we did meet young Bubba.
0: We did. Uh to rendezvous yes, with Bane at the abandoned facility on Bora Vio, which I have never heard of before. Me neither. Brand new planet. He instructs her to pay the bounty hunter and to bring back the property. Uh way obliges and leaves. Uh, without making a sound, Lamasu also orders that Omega be confined to the sublevel facility when she arrives back on Camino. Once they have retrieved her genetic material, he orders that Omega be terminated. Nalase naturally looks troubled but remains silent as the door closes. Mm-hmm. Cut back to the oh, what was his name? What was the name of the ship? The Justifier yeah go but watch <laughs> don't cut yourself on that edge uh, <laughs> I, wonder if
1: we, I wonder if we have a toy for this Ooh. do we have a toy for this
0: i don't know
1: i've never seen one
0: but I, I haven't seen much in the way of clone wars merch that isn't obi-wan anakin and yoda literally yeah. I, or
1: i mean we also had a handful of different starfighters i believe they, they had like mace windu starfighter and uh c Ten Starfighter and Kit Fisto. Uh the only thing I I mean I noticed on those Starfighters they often put them like they color coded these ships. As if we didn't know that Mace Windu had a purple lightsaber. <laughs> Mace Windu's ship is purple and Kit Fisto's <laughs> is green. <laughs> <laughs> which i'm sorry funnily enough you know slicey ten lightsaber was also green and his his um ship was like an orangey color
0: so uh, you please tell me you've seen the behind the scenes video of the moment when samuel l jackson convinced george lucas to get let him have a purple lightsaber
1: i did once and he's like he might get purple uh, and George Lucas goes,
0: uh, the, the good guys are uh, they uh, well, are and
1: blue, and, green and, blue. Are and
0: He goes, Yeah, but yeah, but I want mine to be purple. <laughs> and he just yeah. like keeps saying, Yeah, but purple though <laughs> it kills me. Hey, I mean it's it works. It worked. and it, it looks very, badass.
1: It, it, you know, it, it's a very unique um color. Of course I don't feel like it's unique now.
0: And, or- and like orange and like pluk like Plocoons color. I, we're getting in the weeds. I'm sorry. I love lightsaber so much, well, so wait, freaking we'll, much. We'll
1: have a separate episode on lightsaber <laughs> colors and meaning
0: Epic. <laughs> that would. We'll get it. We'll get into the weeds. Uh. Yeah. The lightsaber weeds episode. So cutting <laughs> back, cutting back to the justifier. Uh. Yeah. The robot Toto grumbles about Hunter shooting off his leg. Omega tolls tells Toto that Hunter was protecting her, and that's what friends do. Uh, Omega asks Toto uh, why Bane isn't helping him put his leg back on. The robot then replies that Bane is Mr. Bane is very busy, and uh, shoddily tries to uh, solder his leg back on. Uh, taking pity on the droid, Omega offers to help him fix his leg, explaining that it is a simple booster adjustment. I didn't catch that the first time. I literally just thought it was jargon. It was just, I <laughs> which she has done a bunch of times with, uh, Azzy three on Camino, uh, Toto scoffs at Omega's suggestion, saying that he is a techno service droid who is capable of repairing himself. The droid does not trust Omega, who is a prisoner. Omega allows him to have his way. She sits and sulks in the corner and we cut over back to, uh, the bad bitch.
1: What what, what was that? Yo, the bead beach.
0: The bead beach. (laughs) Okay. Okay. It's uh, enough New Zealand (laughs) that it just becomes bad words.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, they pulled up uh, Cad Bane's file.
0: Yes, they did. And uh, Echo recognizes him immediately and says, that cat and explains that cat has had multiple run-ins with the jedi uh and attempted to kidnap supreme chancellor palpatine Wrecker asks the, uh, why the bounty hunter on pandora and bane want the kid separately uh walking up tech says that omega is more valuable than they than even he realized after analyzing her genetic structure he discovered that she is a pur- pure first gen diet has first I, get, I promise, I get paid to speak for first a living. Generation pure clone. first generation DNA. Wrecker mm-hmm. says, w- say who would what now? Tech explains <laughs> that all clones were created from the genetic template of Django Fett. While the genetic structure was modified for growth, acceleration, and obedience, Omega is a pure sort of genetic replication. They just flipped the X and Y, I guess. Um, Hunter asks, how many clones. Uh, like that exists. Tech says that to his knowledge, the only other similar pure genetic replication is a male clone originally named Alpha, but later referred to as Boba, who we've Boba. lost <gasps> track of at this point? I mean, like, where is he in the timeline?
1: That's a very good question. Um, he's probably not with Java yet. Or maybe he might be. I don't know. No.
0: He's know he's, he's older be. than Omega at this point, right?
1: Yes. I mean, we don't know how... Only by a couple couple
0: of years i was fixing to say like we don't know how old omega is by number right now but i feel like she he like the boba that we meet in episode two is about omega's age now 10
1: yeah like, he was 10 in episode two
0: okay so like i don't know that's weird i like well, so like then they weren't made well, at the same be, time
1: or very near each other
0: Yeah, there were years—at least a year apart, maybe even two—and certainly she was made after Django got his little head a look. So, uh, got his head chopped off. So I do no made before. uh, Omega was made before his his head was chopped off.
1: Yes, if she was if she's a year younger than Boba. Which if we're if we're calculating Wilba is ten years old in episode two, which is twenty-two BBY.
0: Right, right, um, right, right. Yeah, it's possible then, that they would have seen each other.
1: Unless unless Django had no interest in his daughter. Question mark on that one. Um, because she would have been born right around because let's see. Bubba well, we would have been born right around the Phantom Menace, which is set in 32 BBY. Right. And Jenga was killed in 22 BBY. So Omega would probably have been born 31? 30? 30.
0: Can I just say that I'm so happy that you know the timeline on all of this crap?
1: <laughs> I thank you very much, my friend. Um, <laughs> but regardless, um, we never saw her in episode two. No. Which begs the question you know, how much contact did Django have with her? Or did Django even know she existed?
0: That's a good question. I would think if I were a Kaminoan and I was, say, like the prime minister or something, I would want to protect my asset and make sure that I have an ace in the hole in case. A bounty hunter who is still bounty hunting and doing very high risk jobs ended up getting, you know, hypothetically his head chopped off. So maybe they made her in secret? I mean, I assume that we're maybe. going to get her origin later, but like I'm sure that my guess is that she was an insurance policy made by Lama Sue in order to Blah. make sure that after Licks Django would get his head chopped over. off. Mm-hmm. that she they would still be able to have a business right because like um, their entire business is hinging on the fact that a dude who gets shot at on an hourly basis is, si- right. is still alive
1: mm-hmm. i wonder why they never tried with boba that much
0: uh ooh, that's a good question I wonder if they I wonder if that is what the doctor will insist on doing next and say, "Oh, well we we lost uh this is getting into suspicions and predictions, but I think that she'll try to do the oh, well we can't get her. Let's try to get the boy." And yeah. wind wind up like empty-handed again. And so now they have to like double yeah. down to go and get Right. But at least well. that that'll get the, that'll get Lamasu off their trail for at True. least for a little let's,
1: bit. Let's let's come back to the subject at the end. Yeah. Because I got some more questions about this. So, alright. So, they discovered that she is a first generation.
0: Yeah, she is a first gen, and that makes her extremely valuable uh, because that is the only way to keep the Kamino, Kamino economic uh wheel spinning so uh here we are uh where were we omega is the sole remaining uh living source of django fett's raw genetic material uh Echo realizes that the Kaminoans must have put the bounty on Omega since she is valuable to their cloning efforts. No duh. When Wrecker asks how they will find this bounty hunter, Hunter tells Tech to contact Sid to seek information from her contacts. Um, I miss that line of dialogue.
1: Me too, and I watched it twice.
0: And uh, And so I'm happy that when we cut back to them later, Echo says out loud... I contacted Sid and she's not, she can't help us.
1: She can't, I won't.
0: Uh, She said that there's no, that none of her contacts know where he is or how to locate him. She only knows information on him. Huh? Uh, And she is, she's not willing to help further than that.
1: No, not unless they come back with some money for her.
0: Yeah. They've been turning up dry for a bit.
1: Uh, Yeah. No, I bet you anything some point during this season, or maybe season two, if there is one, um, they're in, they're gonna end up owing Sid and bringing uh, her something.
0: I mean, they're they're already in the black. Uh, they're yeah, already mean, in the red with her.
1: True, true, true. I mean, but you know, Sid, uh, we like Sid. We need Sid needs to have some money.
0: <laughs> All right. So back aboard the Justifier. What? Oh, uh, the uh, Toto continues to struggle to repair himself. Omega tries to advise the droid on how to better perform the repairs, telling him that he needs to connect the servos in his hip first. Uh, the robot says he is trying to do that. Omega offers to help him, but he reminds her that she is his prisoner. Omega says that he, she is a prisoner on on Bane's ship and could not escape uh, a ship into space. To which the robot agrees. Omega adds that she is only a kid and should totally be trusted and Toto relents but tells her to make it quick and not tell anyone till to- that he let her out. He lowers the field the force field and Omega fixes the leg uh, and uh, as he's doing so as she's doing so, she asks how long uh, Toto has been working for Bane toto says that he's been working for the bounty hunter for many years now and that he is bane's confidant and that they are a team omega asks if this is true since bane is not really nice to him um toto says he is satisfied with his lot in life which is sad when omega asks how he uh her first attempt went the droid tells her that she will still need to adjust the calibration but to be careful omega tells him to relax since she has done this before having fixed his legs she works on his head but shuts him down uh omega apologizes and then searches for her calm device uh, as this is happening cad bane is bringing the justifier out of hyperspace above the new planet bora vio the ship descends into the planet's atmosphere Bane contacts Toto since he needs help navigating help. through the clouds it definitely looks like Cloud City huh like it's peach covered peach colored clouds the giant floating tear reverse teardrop looking buildings which are reminiscent of Camino as well uh Camino the Camino City cities look the a City. lot like the cloud cities
1: the capital of Camino is the Poker City. Oh, okay. And, of course, there is an ocean world. So, slightly different.
0: <laughs> Fair. Meanwhile, Omega searches for her calm link as we uh, keep getting... Uh, the camera keeps cutting back to Bane calling out for Toto. Uh, Bane lands finally lands on the Justifier on a floating platform. An abandoned floating platform that looks old. It looks like Lord of the Rings looking old. Uh, oh, boy. B- Bane still calls out for Toto after he- receiving no reply. He moves the toothpick around in his mouth that he's had the whole time instead of a cigarette because this is a kid's show. He heads down to the cargo bay while Omega finds her calm link. Uh, the cutbacks come soon, quicker and quicker as uh, Omega uh, opens a bunch of drawers and looks through a bunch of things and finally finds her com device and escapes... Uh, escapes in a way we don't know uh bane soon finds toto has been deactivated he awakens the droid whose leg has been repaired bane demands to know where the kid is toto claims that omega is in her cell right there and then he goes oh no no she's not uh bane tells the droid to wait here omega runs out onto the platform and tries to contact the bad batch from her comm device Echo says that Sid doesn't know about Bane's whereabouts and told them they are on their own. Those were, the, those were his exact words. Uh, Hunter uh-huh. picks up Omega's long-range transmission, and Echo boosts Omega's signal. He tells them that she is here, but doesn't know where uh, where she is. Wrecker says that they are coming for Echo, but warns that the signal uh, is too weak to establish a direct connection trace. Hunter tells Omega to find... Uh, to find a door panel, um, and she finds one similar to the one in Tipoca City. Uh, Tech tells her how to relay her position by creating a power surge and asks her to find a panel. Uh, when she finds it, Tech tells Omega to activate it, causing the door to open. Tech then tells her to reroute the circuit in order to overload the main grid. However, Bane catches up to her, telling her by crook or by hook she's coming with him as he cuffs her tech says that she is, that he is struggling to get a good read omega calls for help right before bane crushes the com device under his boot mm-hmm. then as they as cad bane is dragging omega back to the justifier sure. we yeah. hear blaster fire And uh, they soon find Tonway lying on the floor, dead. D E D dead. (laughs) Omega wants to
1: D E D D E D. -D?
0: Sorry, that's a that's a three five two thing. Um, (laughs) Omega wants to help her, but Bane tells her that uh, that Tonway can't be helped in any way she can help uh fennec shan surfaces out of the mist and raises her blaster at bane yeah shane holds a case of credit chits in the other hand again you just have you only have to mispronounce that a little bit and it's another bad word after shan greets him bane tells her that she has no business with his score shan tells him that he of all people know that it's all about the price shan says that omega was her score first and that she and omega go way back uh Uh. Bane yeah, derides Shand Shan as uh, inexperienced, but Shand counters that she has the payment in her hand. Bane insists that the money belongs to him and tells her to hand it over, and he will let her walk out alive. Shand proposes a trade for the uh, of the case for the girl. Bane says that sounds fair, but demands Shand go first. Before she can respond, the idiot Toto runs up and grabs the case. Now... Everyone starts shooting. A blaster battle breaks out and Bane and Shand dodge blaster bolts. Uh, Bane eventually throws uh, a thermal detonator and- at Shand, but she kicks it out of harm's way. Super cool! Uh, Toto narrowly avoids being crushed by the rubble and flies out the window uh, nearing the platform. However, as he is flying out of the building and keeping himself aloft with his own little turrets, his own little... Uh, Yes. Turbo's, he uh the case opens and all of the money falls out as shane and as shand and bane exchange fire omega flees bane orders toto to find the kid uh omega flees into a dark corridor while bane taunts shand he attempts to close in on shand but narrowly avoids being blown up by an explosive shand is smart I like this. Omega yes. flees deeper into the platform where she finds several green tanks containing frozen creatures. That's not, my notes are wrong on that one. So, like, they're Bacta tanks, but instead of being blue like we see them in episodes four through six, this is green and it looks murky. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I wonder if that's
1: like, I wonder if the Bacta is bad. Or if are you sure that's back to
0: I don't know, but that's Ooh, that's a good question. Uh Omega begins to power up the console and finds a long range transmitter uh, which is used to send a signal to the bad batch. So
1: here's a question though for you. Yeah. Um when you first saw these tanks before they showed a camera in, in the tank, did you think these were Tanks of
0: Snoke. Um, it. I, I almost thought I, I didn't I see a Kaminoan. Was it? Was it a Kaminoan no. that fell onto Shand?
1: Yes, but the Kaminoan was in the tank.
0: Oh well, that's not the one they show. Weird. They showed a. uh... What's the thing that rides in the Millennium? What's the species that rides in the Millennium Falcon with? Uh. Oh crap, what is his name in episode six?
1: Oh, uh Celestine. Uh nine numb.
0: Yes. Uh well get, my it, audio
1: description said it was Kaminoan.
0: Uh, the the Owen is the is the one that falls. Uh must be the one that falls onto uh onto Fennec Shan. Correct. But uh it was definitely the big lipped guy in episode from episode uh six. six it was definitely that species
1: okay
0: so uh, at least in the first one and then in the second one it was something different and then there was four of them either four or six of them And so what
1: are these tanks do you think
0: I don't know because well, uh, it? it's an abandoned Kaminoan common- facility so I assume that it's some kind of uh, uh, cloning of some kind but I'm not sure what. It's bugging Maybe. me because it's really creepy. It's giving me, like, <laughs> alien isolation vibes.
1: Yeah. It's even more creepy than what we saw in um, Mandalorian Season 2 when we saw the cloning tanks in that lab. Um... It'll be interesting if they show, if they cut back to the scene later on and we see some sort of Snoke or something. Unless it's too early for that. If it gets too early for that.
0: You know, I don't know. I, it, like, it might, I don't know. I mean, I, it, mm. this is really deep. Yeah, this is really deep. And they're, like, taunting us with uh, these failed experiments but I don't, I don't know, man. Well, they uh, need to
1: stop haunting us because they need, to, they need to explain what the heck they got in these tanks because
0: Star Wars Leaks has been pouring over it since it's happened. And oh, I, I haven't gone into the comments because I don't want to hear theories. I want to know exactly what it yeah, is.
1: Yeah, I don't like theories either. I've, I've exactly of theory videos. But yeah, so she, so Omega, she activates the, uh, the dish
0: Yep. Echo picks up her signal and finds that she is in the Lido system. Uh, Echo searches for the exact coordinates and the Havoc Marauder. uh, The camera zooms out to the Havoc Marauder who makes an about face and blasts off. Uh, Toto finds Bane uh, knocked unconscious by the explosion uh, that Shan had graciously left for him and, uh, and says that he vows to complete his task and will not fail him uh and, uh-huh. and speeds off. Shan corners Omega in the communication center near the giant vats of dead things, which are gross. <laughs> she claims that her friends won't get there in time, and the only person she can rely on is herself. When she asks why she... When Omega asks why she killed Tan Wei, Shan says that it was part of the job. Shan says that she should thank her because... Uh, what the Kaminoan Prime Minister had planned for her was far worse than why she is here. Omega asks why. Uh, what the Prime Minister wants. Shan says that she already knows the answer. Omega peers into the life forms inside the green tanks. Uh, Shan claims that she is trying to help Omega. Omega distrusts her due to their earlier encounter on Pantora. Just then, Toto corners Omega and attempts to apprehend her uh omega it wasn't omega it was uh shand shand kicks omega into uh uh, shand kicks toto into one of the green tanks which begins to crack omega runs to the console but shand tells her that it is too late for that and it's time to go just then one of the green tanks collapses and shatters on shand an unconscious, gray-skinned alien lands on top of Shand, who grumbles. Is and this
1: a? Is this this alien? Um, do we know what this alien is?
0: It looked common, Owen, but I don't know
1: because I have a. You have a theory? Very slight possibility. Well, sort of a theory. I mean, we've never seen these at all in any film or show. And they are part of the old canon. But there is a group of people called Nogri that have great skin. Oh? And uh, the Nogri's planet um, had some sort of biochemical thing happen to it after two starships uh, above it exploded in a battle. Naturally. And... Um, the Nogri were direct uh, in direct service of Darth Vader. Oh, um, they worship Vader, and eventually, when Weird, they discovered, okay. yeah, when they when they found out the existence of Luke and Leia after the fall of the Empire, they referred to them as Lord and Lady Vader on occasion. That's and, awesome. Uh, Leia always had two Nogri bodyguards. They were they were very fast. Um. In fact, um, the Nogri actually served uh, Thrawn at one point.
0: Whoa. And it was
1: a Nogri that killed Thrawn at the end of the books. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, because Thrawn had lied to the Nogri people, saying that the Empire was going to fix their planet, when in fact, the Empire was actually poisoning it further. Awesome. And it was, of course, Princess Leia. Lady Lady Vader that figured this out.
0: Lady Vader. Um,
1: so we will see what happens. I don't know if this is a no grade that might be far fetched. It'd be cool, um, but I don't know. We'll see. And you know these tanks also remind me of the uh, the tanks that had the brains in the in the, in the Department of Mysteries.
0: Yes, so. definitely.
1: <laughs> All right, so. Tank crashes onto to finish
0: Shan. And uh, our girl, Amiga, books it. And as she's booking it, uh, she's caught by Cad Bane again. And uh, as he is trying to apprehend her, Shan comes in and starts whooping him. And mm-hmm. it's so good. Their combat is so interesting. And they don't shy away from having that combat be dead center, or if not, if not in the for in the background or the for, uh, like, even if it's not the main focus of the scene, they have no problem making sure that it is fully visible in uh, in the background as uh, as Omega is running away. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is literally the exact opposite of Pantora. And like again, I didn't like the fight scenes in Pantora because I feel like they went a little too literal on the in the concept of you it's really close and you can't see anything uh, because they made it too close and I literally couldn't sure. see anything. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. But uh, while they're fighting, uh, Omega is able to get away. And sees a uh, a bunch of escape pods, kind yeah. of. They called them something different, but it's essentially an escape pod. And as she goes to it, uh, Toto go uh, Toto runs and tries to cut her off. And God. Not, droid. Man, I, I don't. They if they wanted me to not like this droid, they did a good job.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that. Uh, I'm not really sure what they intended with him. Again, like I'm not sure what they really wanted to do. I, I'm sure that it all has a reason, and if it doesn't, then it's then it's fine either way because it's not my toy to play with. Um, but I think that there was a missed opportunity in making this character at least a little bit more likable, or at least more malevolent. Like, I I guess, like, pick a side. I don't really flight know. Pod.
1: They're called flight pods.
0: Flight pods. So... So,
1: maybe they are not, um... space-worthy?
0: Yeah, I don't think that they're space-worthy. Or at least, like, not outside-of-orbit-worthy.
1: Yeah. So...
0: So, uh, on the flight pod, Omega walks past, a short-circuiting Toto and climbs up a flight of stairs into a flight pod. Toto recovers and flies up onto the windshield of the flight pod. Uh, Shandon and Bane are locked in a sna- in a stalemate at the same time. Uh, the robot approaches Omega on the windshield and asks where she thinks she's going. However, Omega rockets off in the flight pod, uh, tells her that she will be sorry just before he is blasted off, uh, blasted away by the force of her ascent. As she is ascending, um, he, uh, there, a bit of the ship that he's holding onto comes off with him. <clears throat> uh, Bane kicks Shand in the head. In the head. And Toto yeah. warns him via comlink uh, that the kid is escaping. He orders Toto to get back to the justifier. Uh, before using his double flamethrowers to drive Shand away, Shand uh, gets out of range of the flamethrowers and bolas him and kicks him over the edge of the platform. However, Bane literally just grunts and activates his boots of flying, and <laughs> uh, like his rocket boots, uh, fly him back up onto the side for safe uh, to safety. Cowboy Bane man uh <laughs> the uh Ome- meanwhile we cut back to omega and her flight pod is running out of fuel and descends is descending back into the clouds uh as everything is starting to look grim for our hero uh something catches the pod a manhole opens up above the escape pod and wrecker's head pokes out uh and asks if it's her Uh, Wrecker carries Omega aboard the Havoc Marauder, where she is also greeted by, uh, Hunter, Echo, and Gonky. Uh, their Gonk droid. The Havoc Marauder flies away. A sobbing Omega hugs Hunter, who asks if she is okay and if she's hurt. Omega asks why this is all happening and asks why the Kaminoans are after her. Um, Echo says, uh, says to Hunter that they need to tell Omega the truth. Hunter tells Omega that she is more valuable to the Kaminoans than all the other clones, even more than the Bad Batch. He tells her that she is different. Omega asks, how? Uh, Aboard the Justifier, Bane tells Toto to get them into the air, and Toto says that he's trying, but the ship seems to be sabotaged. And as they say the word sabotage, you see Shan's ship fly off into the middle distance. And Bane watches in rage
1: oh boy
0: Shand is contact, contacted by Nala Say, who requests an update Shand tells her that Omega has rescu- was rescued by the same clones that she encountered on Pantora she says that she could track them but that will cost extra Nala declines and says that as long as Omega is safe uh, uh, tells Shand that she that Omega is safe as long as she is not in the hands of Lama Sue. Nala say says that she will transfer the payment and Shan says that if she changes her mind, she knows how to reach us. She knows how to reach her. While the bad batch is resting. Omega walks into the cockpit and sits beside Hunter and they have a firefly moment. Um, (laughs) Omega says that she keeps thinking about the Kaminoans seeing, uh, seeing that place. Uh, say she says that she doesn't want to end up as an experiment in a tube. Like she just saw. Omega fears that she is too valuable. Uh, Lamasu will keep sending bounty hunters after her. Hunter says that they could send every everyone in the galaxy, but she has she has them, the Bad Batch. Omega says that you can't fight them all. Hunter says not to worry because she is not going back to Camino. Omega asks him. Uh, Omega asks promise, and Hunter promises. Omega smiles. Cut to black roll credits.
1: Yeah. Wow. What a great episode.
0: It's good. Um, and you know they're going back to Camino.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know it. And um, I don't think Nala stays long for this uh galaxy.
0: I don't think so either. No. And I I don't know if that's gonna be the last time we see Shand.
1: Hmm, maybe, maybe not. Um
0: he well, might just I mean, come out he might just come after uh uh Bane might come after Shand out of sheer spite.
1: Probably. Well, he probably we know he doesn't succeed in killing her. Um so but um well I, I mean I guess these things are experiments. But still, I mean I wonder what they're experimenting with.
0: Yeah, so, I'm worried about that.
1: Me too. Um, very worried out here, but I guess this confirms that Omega is not force sensitive.
0: It is true; she is not force sensitive. Which uh, I'm
1: actually very, I'm actually very glad that she's not.
0: Yeah, I feel like I it would mean, have complicated things. So I'm upset that my theory was not correct, and at the same time, I'm glad because it would have made it more hairy.
1: Yeah, because if, if she was force sensitive, force sensitive, she would have. Um, shown it by now especially on Bane's uh ship um and I guess we on should who ship? Say right now on Cad Bane's
0: ship, oh, Cad Bane in ship. The sorry yeah. I thought I thought you meant the the Jedi ship and I was like you no. Darth Bane what what no no, no
1: no 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 okay
0: good um and I guess we are I
1: guess it's safe to say that we are getting into theories and predictions. Definitely. <laughs> um, so my question is, is Omega going to meet essentially her brother? Boba?
0: I don't know. I don't even know if they they said uh, in tech's report, it says that uh, Omega is the last living uh, remnant of Django Fett after he got after he disappeared True. uh into two pieces in the clone wars. Yeah. So like I don't know. Uh we might uh if we do I'm afraid that he's going to be an antagonist. Lobo? Oh yeah, like a uh they're either they're after me, they're they're going to kill one of us. I'd rather it be you than me and Unless- try to get out of dodge.
1: Unless the Kaminoans were Boba, is uh, unless they know where Boba is and contact him and have him take her into custody.
0: That's a good question. Although, because
1: I, I doubt Boba would give up any blood samples to the Kaminoans.
0: <laughs> That's a fair point.
1: But I really want to. Now I'm really curious to know where Boba Fett is hiding out. Um, and you know, I was never a big Boba Fett fan. Mm, probably not until like mandalorian
0: man i'm yeah. so glad that they let him they let the actor include the haka like yeah. i don't know i don't know how much you know about like new zealand maori culture but i could tell you without a shadow of a doubt it's one of the coolest things in the history of the world humans oh. are so cool <laughs> and, yeah we, we are cool um like All the things he did with his staff uh, is 100% haka. Like, all of it is Maori, which is, Mm -hmm. like, the actor's culture because he asked them to. Like, and it looked so good. And, like, so much of it was, mm, it just, man, it's Mm -hmm. so good. So... I, I don't know where we're gonna go from here. Uh, I feel no, like that's not. like the fifth time I've said that, but like literally, I've got nothing because they have right. nowhere to run. Sid, it, they're, they're, uh, she, Sid's patience is running out.
1: Yes, like
0: they have to deliver at some point.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think Sid has got some bounty hunters to send out? Or I'm no? sh- uh,
0: I'm sure that she I'm sure that she can. I don't know when she will. True true i think uh, that well, she i think that she would threaten first i feel like she she's the kind of person that would that wouldn't shoot first ask questions later if there's money that could be won mm-hmm. she, she's the kind of person that will uh that will 100 make sure that they know that they need to pay her uh-huh. because she'd rather have the money than have bodies
1: mm-hmm. wouldn't it be interesting if the bad batch had shown up earlier in the episode and were able to take uh, the um, case of credits. Yes. Because then they could deliver that to Sid and not being dead to Sid.
0: Hmm. Um, but you know, Sid I wasn't...
1: Don't... I mean, Sid was not really generous with paying the Bad Batch. No. At all. 70-30. Uh,
0: and that's the... And that's kind of her shtick, is that like, if they're... If they're a good business venture, she's not going to pay them enough for them to leave. She's just gonna pay them just enough to keep them around.
1: Yeah. So well, um the next episode is, what is as this? I mentioned, we we have um we have an episode title. We have, we actually have a couple episode titles. Um, but next episode is called Common Ground.
0: Common Ground.
1: Which is a very innocuous title.
0: Uh, it sounds um, like we're gonna make new friends.
1: Or meet new or meet old friends.
0: Or meet old friends. That's also true. Or enemies. Yeah.
1: Um I have a theory, I don't know if it's true. I hope this is not true. Um I have a feeling that we're gonna meet the the sisters again again in episode 10 (sighs) um either that or captain rex do you think we'll meet captain rex again this season
0: uh definitely
1: do you think we'll meet him next episode or do you think I,
0: i don't think so i think that uh if we do meet the rebellion like if we actually like go and hang out with the rebellion then I feel like it's going to be other people um that we're going to meet and immediately distrust and it will be distrust until we see Captain Rex does that make sense mm-hmm. that is very true and that'll like Captain Rex waiting uh waiting at the end of the road will be their sign that they're in the right place because mm-hmm. they true, keep hinting true. at it like they keep hinting at the fact that like they have yet to make a decision or like uh, realize that a decision has already been made for them, that they're in mm-hmm. they're in this war and they're mm-hmm. not on the side of the Empire. Mm-hmm. So That's I,
1: very, very true. Um which brings me to another question. Um I mean, I know we've probably gone over this before, but Ahsoka. I really feel like we're gonna get Ahsoka some sort of Ahsoka something.
0: We might get a we might get a quiet cameo at the end.
1: Maybe if it's not too early, because I know she kinda of disappeared for a while and didn't do anything with the rebellion or you know, anything like that. Um but she's always kind of been connected with Captain Rex, which is why I'm thinking we're going to get her in some way, shape, or form. But, you know, I I guess we'll have to sit back and relax and see See what happens. So, I guess that's it.
0: All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we do have a Facebook page at Special Unit 352. And our Instagram and Twitter handles are at SU352Podcast please rate and review us on your favorite podcast listening app because that will help us show up in the algorithms. We look forward to hearing with you. We look forward to talking with you next week. And as Peyton always says, May
1: the full be with you.